so good to be in the house with you, and it's so good just to be in there. Uh, I've got a message for you this morning, and uh, I want to title my message this morning, Fresh Fire. Fresh Fire. If ever there's a time in history where we need the fresh fire of God in our lives, if ever there's a time when we just need to catch fire, I think what's happened during this lockdown and so much separation and so much, um, uh, so much just breaking apart of the cause of God in our lives. And I want to say this morning to you as a church online, wherever you are, that God wants to put a fresh fire on the inside of you. I'll drink to that. Not too many comments online about that. But um, fresh fire. Man, I caught fire when I was 25. When Julia and I were 25 years of age, we gave our lives to Christ. And uh, uh, on a beautiful Wednesday evening, we surrendered our lives to Jesus Christ and were born again. And it changed everything in our world. And uh, we caught the fire of God. And I want to tell you right now, God wants you on fire. God wants you on fire. You, if you're normal, you are never going to affect anything. If you're normal, you make no difference. If you catch on fire, uh, God once brought a word over me. I was in a, a large conference and a preacher from America, not that that makes any difference, but he pointed us out. The only reason I say that, because he wouldn't have known who I are from a bar of soap, but he pointed me out in the back of the meeting, and I thought he was talking to the person next to me, but he was talking to me, and then you think he's talking to the person behind you. You never think it's you, but he said, you are going to be a fire starter in the nations, and uh, I really believe that if you catch fire, you can start fires, and there's nothing like a bit of passion. So i got three points for you this morning. That's number one, to catch fire. Number one, you need to find yourself in the zone, okay? You've got to find yourself in the zone. You've got to set, find yourself in a little bit of a hot spot. Like you're not going to catch fire if you're in the middle of an icy uh, uh, storm. You've got to find yourself in a place. You can be in a storm in life, but you've got to shift yourself into a place, all right? Whatever the reason may be. You may be broken, you may be desperate, you may be um, at the end of your, your rope, but in that place you can find yourself, you can physically shift yourself into a place where you find yourself in the zone. Second point I'm going to bring, I'm only giving you the points up front because I'll probably never get to them, okay, And uh, which has been sort of the, few, the past. Um, let's believe it changes today, all right? In fact, I've been doing quite good recently. I've been doing quite good. I've been getting all my points out. My second point is going to, um, going to be that the fire then will make you more God conscious. I don't know about you, but I need to be God conscious if I'm going to affect my world. We're not here just about me. We're here about the world we live in. And if you want to affect your world, you need to be God conscious. So my second point to you today, well, you will become more conscious when, more God conscious when you catch the fire of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. So we need some fresh fire today. I'm only preaching this because I've met so many dead believers around the place lately. I've met so many people who are full of fear more than faith. So many people that are shrinking back rather than advancing. And I believe this is the day that God wants us to step up and stand up for what we believe in. And I believe that Jesus is Lord. And I believe that he's a God who's coming back for a bunch of people that are on fire and ready for the King of Kings. God's not coming back for somebody who's lukewarm and half struggling along in life. God's coming back for some people that are pretty passionate about life. And I don't know about you, but I feel fire burning in my belly for this season we're living in right now. And so my second point today is the fire of God will make you more God conscious. And boy, do we need some God conscious people around the place. 
So many people are staggering through life. We're staggering through a, a crowd of broken, lonely, desperate humans and we can't walk through their natural. We've got to go through there with a God consciousness that will awaken our heart to feel what they're feeling, to see what they're seeing. That's what Jesus was all about on earth. He could feel where they were at. He could see where they're at and he pulled the broken out of their situations and brought life to them. Let's be life givers. and That's what's happening to you this morning. Logan, there's life coming to you. There's fire coming to you in Jesus' name. Brody sitting right beside, excuse me, while I get out of the picture for a little while. Brody, come over here quickly. They might even be able to turn the camera. I don't know. But I want to put my hand on you this morning because I believe there's an anointing coming on you that you're going to begin to become God conscious in such a way that you're going to carry an anointing. In Jesus' name, Lord, I release the fire of God on young Brody this morning. From the top of his head to the sole of his feet, lift your hands to the Lord right there. There's a powerful anointing coming on you. It's going to break shackles and release you into a brand new future in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Woo. Did you catch that? little bit of that for you, Logan. Jump out of your seat, man. Sorry uh, to be offline for you all right now, but on Logan, I declare right now a breakthrough. I break every chain off you. I break negative words off you. I break fear off you. I break the words of destruction off your mind this morning and I release you into a place of faith in Jesus' name. Get ready for that to happen, Logan, in Jesus' name. Here I am. I'm back for all you TV watchers. This is one of the reasons it's good to be in church because you can actually catch up with a little bit of the action. Jesus was an action man. What do you think? When, that, when, that, when they dropped that guy through the roof, the camera never caught all of that. You just had to be there. When they were in the upper room and the Holy Spirit came down with tongues of fire, Jesus invited at least 500 there, but most of them didn't. 120 turned up and caught the fire of the Holy Spirit that day and walked through in life and changed the world there. My third point is going to be, okay, when you catch fire, you realize the power that is within you. When you catch fire, you realize the power that is within you. Many walk through life with no resistance at all to the enemy. I want to tell you the enemy is defeated. People keep telling me the devil's been against me. It's been a hard week with the devil attacking me. Well, I want to tell you Jesus defeated Satan at Calvary's cross, and we are more than conquerors through the blood of Jesus Christ this morning. That's over sickness, over fear, over doubt, over depression. And I really believe this morning that God is here for you this morning to break through in your world in Jesus' name. In fact, somebody right now, I just sense a Holy Spirit whispered in my ear uh, just about that whole thing of becoming more God conscious. He said, listen to my voice. I never want to preach a message without hearing the Spirit of God in the middle of the message. It should be direct communication through my spirit into your spirit. It should be the Spirit of God igniting something in your life. But God just said to me, someone, you're either online or in one of these hubs this morning in these meetings, and right now you're watching me, but this week you've been considering suicide as a valid, valid option in your life. And the enemy has been hammering your head with that thought. Well, in Jesus' name right now, I break the spirit of suicide over your life. I break it over your mind, over your spirit in Jesus' name. And I release to you an impartation out of my spirit, friend, the life-giving power of the Holy Spirit right now, that you would rise up, that you would tell the enemy, get off my mind. You will wake up in the middle of the night this week and you will say, enemy, devil, get off my mind, get off my spirit, get off my dreams, get off my hopes. And in Jesus' name, I defeat you in the name of the Jesus I serve, the risen Christ. Amen. 
that's a promise for you. I believe that got broken over your world right there. And uh, anyway, so these are some keys that I want you to grab a hold of this morning. Fresh fire, okay? Proverbs 12 and verse 25 says this, Anxiety weighs down a heart, but a kind word cheers it up. Sometimes all we need is a kind word to ignite something within our lives. We need to be the deliverers of a kind word. I want to tell you right now, sometimes it's as simple as that. It's a kind word that opens up a pathway for God to do something great. And sometimes we're so trapped in our own world, we fail to see the potential of God to unlock people through sometimes just one word. Sometimes just one word that's kind. And so... Uh, let's go is our theme this year. Let's go. I love it, don't you? Come on, everybody. Hub one, hub two, hub three, four, five, whatever you're in, online, in this meeting right here, right now. Let's just lift up a hand and yell out, let's go. That's good. Come on. Let's go. It reminds me as a young guy, I've always been a little bit of a let's go guy. Let's face it. Anyone who knows me, Julia's consistently uh, trying to, Rain me in a bit. Uh, when I was at school, I had nobody to rein me in. That's why my report cards were so bad, because I had no one to sort of rein me back. They tried to, but it didn't seem to. It was almost like I was on an IV drip of sugar the entire time I was at school. I couldn't stop moving. I just had momentum on the inside of me. It was like, you guys are just not doing it. You're not living it. You're not happening. And I just had that on I think I've still got it, actually. I think it's just got a different anointing on it now. But uh, we've got to be kind of let's go people. And I want you to catch some of that this morning. Always be ready to go. Jesus said, be ready in every season to give an account of who you are and what you are and why you serve the risen Christ. Listen to this, Isaiah chapter 2 and verse 2. I love this passage. It's powerful for this morning. Now it shall come to pass in the last days. And I think we're probably, if, if ever you wanted to know what season are we living, well, we're certainly not living in the early days. Somebody said to me the other day, where do you reckon we are in time? Well, we're certainly not at the beginning. You've only got to read the Bible to discover that we're probably getting closer toward the end than we are. At the, if ever there's a time right now to get ready to meet your King of Kings, if ever there's a time to get your life in the right place where you're ready to meet Jesus, it's now. A lot of uncertainty in our world, war and rumors of war and all the stuff that's going on, man. We need to pray for the nations. We need to pray for people. But here it is in this verse. Listen to this. It'll come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains. Did you hear that? Like a lot of people think the church is shrinking. The government's tried to make the church a non-essential movement. But I want to tell you, in the last days, the Bible says we'll be the most essential thing on earth. It's called the church. And uh, here's what it says. And the Lord's house will be established on the top of the mountains. And it will be a mountain. You wait, you see. Don't give up yet, friend. Don't shrink back yet. This is what I'm saying. You better catch a fresh fire because the best is yet to come. Not too many excited people. I hope you're more excited than Hub 2, Hub 3. But uh, and this is what it says about the church. And the church shall be exalted above the hills and nations shall flow into it. Many people shall come and say, come and let us go. In other words, let's go to the mountain of the Lord. 
I want to tell you right now, we're living in that day right now. I met Dan just coming into Hub 2 this morning, and he's coming back. He said, man, I've got to get back in here, back into church. And I want to tell you, there's some people that need to get back into church, back into the presence of God, back into the life-giving flow of the Holy Spirit, back into just having a fire on the inside that gets rekindled in your life. Cheers. I want the fire of God. It says this, to the house of God, of Jacob. He will teach us of his ways and we will walk in his paths for out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. I want to tell you right now, when the fire of God gets in you, the word of God becomes revealed and ignited in your life. See, some of us, we can read the word. It means nothing to us. When I read the Bible, it's like a revelation to me because the light of the fire that's in me is igniting the pages and it's causing them to come alive inside my spirit. And you begin to outlive what God is giving you as a revelation in your life. And how many know we need a fresh revelation? We need a fresh revelation of who Jesus is, who we are, what we're here for, um, and in John 1.39, I love this because um, just reading it actually in the early hours, about 2 o'clock this morning, um, I was reading it while I was thinking, I'm going to get up and shave my, my, my beard off. And I got to just shaved everything off and, and now I get a bit of a new and fresh look. And anyway, but I don't know how it came out of this, but I was reading in 1 John 1, and sorry, in John 1.39. And uh, I love this because the disciples were with John the Baptist and they said, Man, we can't believe the words that this guy speaks. We're going to follow after him. And they got up to follow after Jesus. And then they said to Jesus, who are you? Who are you? What are you about? And I think this is where we've got to have this desire to position ourselves in the right place. Who are you, Jesus? What are you about? I want to discover you in every part of my world. And these guys began to track after Jesus. It says, I think there were two disciples first that tracked after him. And they said, who are you? What are you about? And Jesus said this. In fact, the very first command Jesus ever gave on earth was come and see. Don't you love that? Come and see. And uh, there's something about that. I don't know how many people you've invited to church, but quite often I've said to them, just come and see. Just come and see how good it was. Come and see how good it is. I think a lot of people have forgotten how good the presence of God is. We need a fresh awakening in our lives just to be a reawakened to how darn good church is. I remember as a young guy, my life was in a shambles, to be honest with you. And, uh, and I felt like, I don't know, in actual fact, probably all the wrong reasons. But I remember, come and see. Eh? It just reminded me right now. I thought, I heard all the pretty girls are in church. And uh, one of my mates said to me, man, you need to come and see the girls down there. And so it wasn't necessary that I went to church to catch fire. I just went to have a look at the pretty girls. And, uh, and uh, not a bad idea, actually. And, uh, I mean, look what I ended up with. Hallelujah. I mean, the beautiful Julia. I mean, which means youthful one. And she just stays youthful all her life, just a youthful spirit on fire. Julia, be careful. Remember what your name, uh, your name means in your life. But I went along there really just to catch up with the pretty girls. And, uh, and while I was there, this guy, this crazy preacher, this guy called George Thomas, on fire, on fire, man. If you're not carrying a bit of fire, you're not going to do anything. 
I would have just gone along there to look at the pretty girls, but I couldn't get my eyes off this guy with a big bony finger. Seemed to be pointing at me the entire time. I realised he was probably pointing at others or even the camera, but it seemed the camera was pointing, sorry, it seemed his bony finger was pointed right at me. So I was ducking down, I was hiding behind the people in front of me, trying to get out of the view of that camera. I thought he knew the intention of my heart, and he probably did. He probably realized I was just there to check out the ladies and he was pointing and he said, you better get your life ready with God today and I'm sure. He might have been pointing over here, but it looked like he was pointing right at me. Sorry if I seem like I'm pointing at you this morning, sir, but, but it seemed like that bony finger and even online this morning, if it seems like that finger's pointing at you, well, maybe God's speaking to your heart this morning. Maybe God's igniting something in your life this morning. But I remember that day and I was terrified. And then some guy, one of the, the gang members in that town I lived, he got up to sort of challenge this guy with his bony, pointy finger. And uh, they didn't realize that this guy had been discipled by Smith Wigglesworth, and a man on fire, the apostle of faith. And George Thomas had come to New Zealand with Smith Wigglesworth and stayed here and planted a church. And here was I ended up in there just looking for a lady and then didn't realize the place I'd positioned myself in. And George Thomas came down. This big guy got up about to challenge him. And George came down. He had a Bible in his hand, just a little Bible like this. And he came walking down the aisle and he just put the word in. He said, the word of God's going to change you, mate. And then this guy just collapsed on the ground. And I thought, man, what sort of martial arts is this dude into? Um, he can even affect them at a distance. And it wasn't anything to do with martial arts. It was a power and anointing of the Holy Spirit. It was a fire of God on the inside of him. And it struck this guy to the ground. And then I was like, man, alive as he did. I was looking around and it freaked me out so bad I left the place. But something happened that day. Something happened in my life that day. And I want to tell you right now, you better position yourself in a place where you can catch some fire. And I believe you're in the right place this morning because I want to prophesy the fire of God come on you and a fresh awakening and a fresh fire begin to burn inside your spirit. Hallelujah. But uh, I caught fire and I think something happened that day in the presence of God. Even though my heart wasn't in the right place, I caught something that day that changed my life. I was never the same again. Let me assure you, I was never, ever the same again. God did something that stirred my spirit. Uh, Luke chapter 3, verse 16, John answered them all saying, I baptize you with water, but he who is mightier than I is coming, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie, and he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Some of us got baptized in water. Some of us got baptized in the Holy Spirit, but very few have got the fire. Friend, we need the fire of the Holy Spirit burning out. That's where the passion comes from. People say to me, what is it that keeps you on fire? It's a passion of the Holy Spirit. What is it that keeps you going? What is it that enables you to just keep pushing through and keep believing that if God be for us, who can be against us? It's the fire of the Holy Spirit. And you need the fire, friend. In Psalm 104 and verse 4, it says he makes his messengers wind like we blow through the plate. A messenger of God. And you're a messenger of God this morning. And you're like a wind that blows through the place, that unsettles stuff, that rocks stuff a little bit. But the wind of the Holy Spirit blows through the place when you turn up. And it says this, his ministers are a flaming fire. See, was it John Wesley? They said to John Wesley, how come, how is it 
that you can go out in the fields of England and you can go out in the middle of nowhere in England and you can preach just in a little field and thousands, 20,000 will turn up to hear you preach. What is it about you? And he says, I have no idea what it is. I just position myself and light myself on fire and people come to see me burn. And friend, I think that's what it's about. If we're going to change a nation, we need to catch a fresh fire. I said catch a fresh fire. I mean, we need to be on fire, friend. Luke chapter 12 and verse 49 says, I came, this is Jesus speaking, okay? I came to cast fire on the earth and wood that it were already kindled. Now, Jesus is saying this before he left in the physical form, but Jesus said, I came to cast a fire to get you ignited. And I want to ignite some people this morning. If you're watching online, get ready to get ignited. And Daniel Katie, right there in the middle of Spain, get ready to get ignited in Jesus. Others who are watching online all around the world, YouTube, Facebook, whatever it is, get ready to catch the fire of God. This is our season and this is our time to walk in the power of God. Amen? Amen. I tell you, church, find yourself in church. If you can't find yourself in, create one around yourself. That's what we should be doing. In Genesis chapter 28 and verse 16, just read you this. When Jacob awake from his sleep, he thought, surely the Lord is in this place. And I was not aware of it. This is a verse, incidentally, when we started here in Inspire, this is a verse God gave us that this would be exactly what this verse says. And he said, the Lord was here and I was not aware of it. And he was afraid and said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. This is a gateway to heaven. And I believe that when you find yourself in the presence of God in church, okay, in the mountain place of the Lord, he called it that himself. And Isaiah, he prophesied, people will run to the mountain of the Lord. In a day when there's uncertainty, they'll run to the mountain of the Lord. We are the mountain of the Lord. Good on you, Daniel. I can see him waving a hand to me online there. Yeah, go for it, man. Get on fire. God's got his hand on your guys' lives right there in Spain. And in Jesus' name right here, we need to catch more of the fire so that we will draw people to the mountain of the Lord. Hallelujah. This is none other than the house of God. This is a gateway to heaven. If ever there's a place I want to live, friend, it's in the gateway to heaven. You can't get a place where there's more favor, more blessing, more hope, more victory than in the gateway to heaven. That's where I want to position myself. That's where I want to be. Uh, Unfortunately, the reputation of the church in this age we live in is not always a place that's got fire. Unfortunately, the reputation of the church, God is sick of being misrepresented by mankind and by religious meetings and by our, our nice, tidy, like the Pharisees used to have, their nice, tidy little services where everything's just okay. And Jesus turned up and he totally turned it upside down. I love it. People busted through roofs to get in. They turned the place upside down. We need to upset the momentum of uh, boredom and religiosity with the fire of the Holy Spirit. I want the fire. I don't know about you, but I want the fire. The fire is what does it every time for me, the fire of the Holy Spirit. And the reputation of the church needs to be stirred, stirred up again. Stirred up again. I want to tell you, if you read in Acts chapter, I think it's Acts chapter I did write it down somewhere. Oh, Acts chapter 8 and verse 8, it says there was great joy in the city. Great joy in the city. Why? Because Philip preached in Samaria. And when Philip, just a, a, a disciple of Christ, just a somebody like myself, just went out there and preached the gospel and it says signs and wonders 
followed the preaching of the word. This is not meant to be a static, ordinary old role. This is meant to have passion and power and fire that people get healed, people get delivered, people get set free, people find hope in Jesus' name. That's what we're about. That's what we're meant to be doing. This is what the kingdom of God. See, the world will give you happiness. It says there's joy found in the city. Well, the world will give you happiness, but only God can give you joy. Only God can give you joy. So you can try and find happiness. I know a lot of people that are on an ever, ever sort of a zone of search out for happiness, on an ever struggle to search for happiness. I'll have it when I just get my next whatever, my next pay increase, my next level of financial increase. But friend, it'll never, ever happen there. Joy is only found in knowing who you are in Christ. When you are related with Christ into God, I want to tell you that's where true happiness. In fact, joy is the only real happiness. Happiness is a thing created by the world. It's what's happening. Joy, happiness is all about what happens. So if it happens good, well, I'm happy. Okay, if the things happen well, then I'm happy. But joy is a fruit of the spirit. So you only get it from the spirit of God. And when joy wells up in there, you get the joy of the Lord is my strength. See, people get weak and they get tired in the middle of the battles and they fall down and they crumble. But when you've got the gift of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you called the joy of the Lord is my strength, you'll rise up under any situation. You'll rise up and you'll become more than a conqueror. In Jesus' name. I, I like my, my beautiful daughter, Christy. I don't know if she's in here, whatever hub she is. I saw her somewhere this morning. But um, she's the operations manager of the entire organization that we are here. And she's uh, there, an essential part of the executive team, of course. And uh, a lot of people don't realize, but she's behind the scenes making everything actually happen. And uh, But I love this about my daughter. She has the joy. Whenever I come in here, no matter what hour, she travels about. I don't know how long she travels. She lives nearly in Whangarei, but she travels here. Every morning she's here, passionate, on fire, looking alive, joy of the Lord on the inside of her. Rings me up on the way to work, says, Dad, what can I do for you this morning? What can we make happen today? This is what's going on. And she's full of it the joy of the Lord and faith and power. And she walks in and people get in her presence. They love working with her and serving with her. And I want to tell you, we need to have the joy of the Lord is our strength. Because without that, we won't do anything, friend. I want to tell you, she inspires me to get up and go. Sometimes when I'm feeling like, what the heck, I get inspired by Christy. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 says this, God upholds, he leads, he constructs all things by the word of his power. By the word of his power. See, some of you in this meeting this morning and you're wondering what's going on in your world. Well, I want to tell you, God said that he changes things by the word of his power. That means he declares with his mouth. Now, one thing I can say about this, if you have the fire of God and you begin to understand the revelation of God's power, and it calls it the word of his power, not the power of his word, but the word of his power. So if it was just the power of his word, then we would all struggle with how do we get the same power on our word? But God calls it the word of his power. So when I speak the same word, the same things happen. 
so you get healed. Jan Ahern, sitting right there this morning, I declare and prophesy the word of his power over your life, that health and strength and energy flows through your body right now in Jesus' name. I declare over your life right now that healing and restoration happen right here in this meeting. If you're in hub two, hub three, four, five, whatever, I declare over your body this morning that the supernatural power of God would flow through your body. I declare, I use the words of God that are spoken with power that he gave us the ability to speak to change your world, change the situation and bring healing to you this morning. Arthritis, you get off that body right now. Fear, you get off that body right now. Sickness, ailment, you get off that body right now. I speak to that spirit of infirmity right now that is locking you down, causing you unable to be free. I break its power in Jesus' name right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Derek, sitting right there in front of me, I speak to your human spirit right now and I command that disease to get off your body. To I break its hold in Jesus' mighty name by the blood of Jesus, the power of his word. I declare clear restoration over your mind, spirit, will, and emotions right now. And right through your central nervous system right now, I break any hold, any entanglement of, of evil, of curses. I break it off your life in Jesus' name. Amen. See, we've got to realize we've got the power. Have I got the point two yet? <laughs> Still on point one. Time's almost up. Psalm 103 and verse 20 tells us that even angels listen to the word of God. Even angels listen, and that's why angels get deplored, deployed. Sorry, That's why you need more power, more power. Okay, we better get to point two because flipping egg. Oh, boy, I've missed. You're on point four already. Julia's on point four. That's good. Well, here is the actual point two, okay? I'm very sorry about that. If you're disappointed by that, I apologize. But the fire makes you more God conscious. Maybe I did mention that, actually. Maybe I did. Thank you for reminding me of that. But uh, let me tell you right now, uh, we'll go to point two anyway, because I had some good thoughts there. Um, uh, and here's what I want to say. Many close the door on what God wants to do because it gets too hard. Can I just have some, someone watching or someone in these hubs this morning, don't close the door on what God wants to do. Even the widow of, I can't remember the city she came from, but she was burying her son. Her son had died and she's taking him to the burial place. She did not put the lid on the coffin. I want to tell you, too many of us closed the door too early on the miracle potential of God in our world. Don't close the door. Can I say that to somebody right now? Don't close the door. Jesus turned up and called her son back to life. And I believe sometimes we miss God because we shut the door too early. Open the door and get ready for what God wants to do in your world this morning. I believe there's power in this place. I believe there's power right now. I'll never forget, uh, I was at a, dining at a cafe called the Hog's Breath Cafe, which is a dreadful name for a cafe, but beautiful food. And I was dining there and there was a young woman there and she came. We're talking about fire now, okay? And for some reason, I 
I get ignited. It's sometimes I get more ignited when I'm in a crowd or when I'm outside of the walls, the four walls of religiosity or church. And uh, obviously, I think this is why church needs to be more alive because we need to be in church what we are. We, that's why we need to say to people, come and see. Just come and see what God will do and let it not be too boring. Come and see what God wants to activate in faith. And this girl, she's serving me and she comes along and God said to me, look at her. She's broken on the inside. Look, at this is why we need to be God. See, the fire of God causes you to be more conscious to God's voice when you're in any environment. And that's why Julia will always say to me, you know, man, Don, just want you to focus on me today. Uh, not on the people who are all in this restaurant or whatever, you know, and, and look into my eyes. And, but the waitress will come along like in the Hog's Breath Cafe and the Spirit of God will say to me, look how broken she is on the inside. Look how desperate she is. Can you see it in her eyes, Dawn? Can you see the desperation where she's so uh, without hope and searching? And so I'll suddenly just break into a mode and I'll say to her, as I did, her name's Emma. And I said, Emma, do you know right now that God loves you so much that he caused me to come to this restaurant to meet you today. And uh, she's like, what the heck just happened? What the heck just happened? Next thing she falls down on her knees. Lucky she didn't smash the plate she had in the hand, but she falls on her knees in the middle of the restaurant, Hog's Breath Cafe. She falls on her knees like this and she said, what is it about you? I can feel the love of God here. And see, we need to carry the fire of God for that reason, friend. She was a broken young woman. She was desperate on the inside. She had searched the world for happiness, but not found it. She had got more discouraged and more hurt and more distraught in her own body. And here I was, the flaming fire of God, sitting there right at the table in that restaurant. And we need to be that wherever we are. The church should be a, a, a light seated on a hill. The Bible says a light seated on a hill that people are attracted to because they feel hope there. And this young woman, she ended up right at that table that day, nearly got fired for it because she spent so much time weeping and crying and surrendering her life to Christ. And I invited her to the church service I was doing the next night um, up in the top of Australia. And she came to that church service and she was still carrying this pain and this desperation and had been alienated from a family for years, had, had been a huge offence in the family, broken relationships and shambles. There are thousands of these people around us, friend, that God opened our eyes to see in Jesus' name. We need a fresh fire. I said we need a fresh fire. And, and, and so Emma came to church that night and she came to the front and she wanted to make a recommitment of that surrendering a life to Christ. And it was a beautiful thing and she was weeping. And, and in that church I'd been to, that I was in at that time, they were really going through some struggles and it had been a long time since they'd seen the actual power of God move. Like, God, that, I thought that's why we're here. But anyway, and the power of God came on her and she's weeping and on the floor. And then she got up and I said, I believe God wants to fill you with his Holy Spirit because the Spirit of God and the fire of God will break shackles and demonic curses and, and demonic influence off your life. And that's why I believe this stuff, man. This is not something we talk about. I believe it. I've seen it. I've experienced it. Where the power of God and the fire of God breaks demonic strongholds off your mind and off your spirit and you become free. And there's a lot of people I'm meeting that need to be free in Jesus' name. Okay? Okay? Good on you, Des Shettle. Get fired up. This is what it's all about. And uh, 
And uh, just look at a few of the comments online as we go. Kim Jensen's fired up. Daz Shettles. Kathy Crookshanks fired up. Crook's Camp. Crook's Camp's fired up. There's a lot of people fired up, actually. In fact, I'm fired up. In fact, that's what I'm preaching about. No wonder. Okay. But the reality is um, she stood there. And then the Holy Spirit said this to me. It's her mother. It just whispered in my ear. We need to hear. We need to tune into the voice of the Spirit. Man, if angels are hearing their God and obeying Him, we need to be hearing God and obeying. One of the greatest things you'll ever do is obey God. And so he said to me, it's her mother. And I said, what is it with your mother? And she said, I hate my mother. And so, of course, she couldn't get baptized in the Holy Spirit. I said to her, well, God wants you to forgive your mother and get the relationship thing right. She forgave her mother, got all that back together. And next thing, the power of the Holy Spirit fell upon her life. She began speaking in other tongues. Hallelujah. And she got set free. Freedom is not about you. See, I got set free long time ago. And I've lived in that freedom and it's blessed the lives of others because I've become a flaming fire wherever I turn up. And uh, in restaurants like this and in the middle of Hollywood one day, I remember this girl, Kobe. And this girl, Kobe, she was taking us out to a business dinner, me and Paul Harris, who's in heaven now. And she was taking us out to dinner. My time's up, I've just been told. And uh, so we've got to stop. But anyway, Kobe got radically born again that night. But just going back to this girl, Emma, Emma, the amazing thing, she phoned her mother that night and she said, Mom, I'm forgiving you. Her mom hadn't heard from her for seven years. You imagine for that mom what a blessing that would be. This is what we're here for. This is why we need to catch the fresh fire of God. And she rings her mom and she says, Mom, all is forgiven. I'd love to see you. Now, her mom lived a seven-hour drive away. Her mom got in the car in the middle of the night when her daughter rang and drove all the way to where we were so she could be in the meeting the next morning. Then her mom gets radically born again, filled with the Holy Spirit and set free of the curses of generations. We are here to bring the fresh fire of God to unlock the possibilities of life inside your spirit and the lives of others. And I'm here. I've got so many more notes here. So we've got to close this morning, so I'm going to close. And in Jesus' name, Lord, I want to thank you right now for the power of your word. I want to thank you right now that you are a miracle working as a musician. Can I have a little bit of music just as we close, just to entertain people in case I'm boring so they get entertained by the music? But right now, I don't want you to miss out on this because I believe right now, I believe there are people here, people watching online, people in Hub 2, Hub 3, who need to catch a fresh fire of the Holy Spirit. And I want to tell you right now, get ready for it because God's going to do it right now in Jesus' name. Are you ready for that? I said, are you ready for that? So why don't we try this? Just stand to your feet just for a moment. Just stand to your feet. And, and I'd say lift your hands for a moment, but it sounds so religious. and so. But let's lift our hands to Jesus, will you? Just lift your hands to Jesus right now. In hub two, hub one, hub whatever you're in, lift your hands to Jesus. If you're online right now, just lift your hands to Jesus. And just say this, Lord, I receive your love today. Thank you, Jesus, that your love is changing me. Thank you that your love is renewing me right now. Right now I receive your life-giving flow. And while your hands are lifted, I pray right now. Here comes shame. Just say this. Shame breaks off my life in Jesus' name. You took my sin and I receive your forgiveness right now. 
Okay, don't leave this moment. Don't leave this moment. I just sense the presence of God here right now. Flow of the Holy Spirit right across this place. This is the anointing right now. Right now there's healing. Right now there's healing. I can sense it happening right now across the hubs online. The healing power of the Holy Spirit. Oh boy, there's one person been in torment for a long time. You haven't been able to sleep. You've been tormented. Something happened when you're 13 years old, a teenager. I see a teenage girl right now that you were broken at 13, broken, busted. Your insides seem like where they were chopped to pieces and you've struggled all your life. Right now, the power of the Holy Spirit setting you free. Right now, there's healings. You'll feel that right where you are right now. The reproach, I want to tell you, the reproach of the enemy is leaving you right now. He, he tried to lock you down. Even there's, there's been, it might even be the same person, but somebody with an eating disorder right now, there's healing happening. Somebody with an eating disorder. I don't know what that's been, but it's messed up your world. And God says, I'm breaking the curse of that in your life right now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, I thank you right now. The trouble is leaving you, friend. The troubled spirit is leaving you. And God is healing you right now. 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 Somebody, I don't know whether you're online here in this meeting right here, but somebody's got a real shoulder problem. And God says, I'm going to heal your shoulder this morning. I don't know, are you in this meeting? Wherever you are, you might be in. Just give me a wave if that's you. If you're in one of the hubs, maybe give a wave and someone will put a hand on you right now and believe for a miracle working power of God to be released in your life, okay? Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for miracles this morning. You know what I love about this church? This is what I love about our church, friend, that the Word of God can be taught. And I love it when the Word of God's been taught. But it's a place where you can experience the love of an awesome God. And right now, I want you to grab a hold of this moment and make God the center of everything in your universe right now. Oh, boy. Jesus said this, eternal life is experiencing God. Eternal life is experiencing God. not going to church we can just turn up at church and leave again but it's experiencing God right now in every hub I pray right now let an anointing of heaven fall let a cloud come down on you that enables you to experience in home in bed in your living room in your car wherever you're watching right now just give this a moment to God and let the power of God's love come over your life right now friend if you don't know Jesus as your saviour if you don't know Christ as your Lord, if you need to make a recommitment, if you need to say, Jesus, I need to get right with you today. I need to surrender my life to you. I need a fresh fire. I need to make a fresh decision. Then if that's you right now, wherever you are, even in this meeting, give me a wave right now if that's you. I need to get right with God right now. Give me a wave if that's you. If you're in one of the hubs, give a wave. Someone will see your hand and pray with you after. Is anyone in here? In Jesus' name, online, you can tap the yes signal, okay? Just tap yes. I want to get fresh relationship with God established. In Jesus' name, I pray for every person right now, and I pray that miracles will be instigated right now in every hub online. And friend, I pray for you right now that this would be your day, that you catch the fresh fire and the fresh presence of God. Amen. 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 As we close today, I give the hub leaders uh, freedom right now. In fact, I'm going to call an altar. In fact, here's what I'm going to do. In every hub online, I'm calling an altar. Why don't you come to the altar right now? 
Step out of your seat. If you need a fresh fire, if you need to be freshened up in your spirit right now, if you need to get right with God, if you need a miracle today, I'm inviting you right now to get out of your seats and come to the altar. And your hub leaders, your hub leaders, the people who are ministering in that hub will pray for you right now and believe God for a miracle in your life. And you'll leave here today with a supernatural freedom and an anointing on your life. I love you. God bless you. Amen. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We pray that you would activate something in your life and shift your life towards Jesus. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, just click follow. We love you. Have a blessed week.